This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday the 11th of May. Emirates is making a bold threat to the Australian government. What? They're saying, we're going to stand down 4,500 Australian staff wow. if you exclude us from JobKeeper. Oh, it's war this between be those scary. two. Three very interesting stories today, Justin. Let's do Let's it. Let's get into them. For our first, after almost two years of dating, TPG and Vodafone have been given the green light to get married, aka merge. And the wedding is set for July. <laughs> That's when the deal is going to finally close. Okay, a bit of backstory here. In the middle of 2018, TPG and Vodafone first announced their engagement. And the deal was worth a lazy $15 billion, and it was supposed to close mm. in early 2019. But then, at the altar, mm-hmm. the competition watchdog, the ACCC, mm-hmm. ran into the church and screamed, Stop everything! The ACCC was worried that the merger between TPG and Vodafone would mean too much power in the hands of too few for Australia's telco industry. They're a genuine power couple, Kanye and Kimmy KS. Or Kath Day and Kel Knight. <laughs> but after some toing and froing and manoeuvring between mm-hmm. the two companies, mm-hmm. the federal court overruled the ACCC and allowed the merger. So the latest is that the Foreign Investment Review Board has approved the marriage. And all that's left is for TPG's parents, aka its mm-hmm. shareholders, yep. to give their final blessing which is looking super likely. So what's the key learning here? This deal has finally gone through despite the best efforts of the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission, the ACCC, Mm -hmm. trying to stop it. The ACCC reckons that having industries where competition is strong actually leads to lower Mm. prices for consumers. So take the supermarkets over the last few years. Mm -hmm. When Coles reduced the price of milk to $1, Woolies and Aldi followed. More competition also means more high-quality products and services for consumers. Take the streaming wars. Mm. Netflix, Stan, Disney+, they're all increasing the amount of content provided just to get your $9.99 per month. So more competition ultimately leads to better outcomes for all Aussies. For our second story, Nintendo's annual profit has risen by over 40% compared to last wow. year. That's Nintendo's best numbers in nine years, Justin. Let's go back in time. Nintendo was actually founded in Japan in the 1800s <laughs> as a company that made playing cards. Fast forward around 100 years to the 1990s, and Nintendo is making the super addictive Game Boy. Did not mind me a bit of Pokemon mm, and Donkey Kong Country best. back in the day. Next minute, it's 2020, and Nintendo's profit hits a whopping $3.3 billion. And it's been so popular that Heaps of websites around the world have actually sold out of the latest console, the mm. Nintendo Switch. So everything is coming up millhouse for Nintendo, millhouse. but it isn't all rosy. The scary thing for Nintendo is that because of the pandemic, it doesn't have much in its pipelines in terms of new mm. games. Because right now, Nintendo's developers they can't come to work. So what's the key learning here? Unlike its competitors like Xbox and PlayStation... Mm. Nintendo pretty much owns its supply chain end-to-end. And what does that mean? Nintendo builds its own consoles Mm -hmm. and it designs the vast majority of its games. Like Mario? Owned by Nintendo. Princess Peach? Nintendo, my friend. Bowser? I'm afraid also Nintendo. (laughs) So this is an advantage for Nintendo against its competitors. Because Nintendo is less dependent on other collaborations to be successful. But the pandemic has had such an impact on global supply chains that it's actually caused huge Mm. delays for Nintendo. That'd be both for building games and building Nintendo Switch consoles. So time will tell as to whether Nintendo will be able to capitalize on the huge momentum or will it just run out of steam? For our third and final story, Toll Group, the Australian Logistics 
giant has suffered a second major cyber attack this year. The second one this year. <laughs> what has happened? Well, back in January, Toll got hacked and it was so bad that they couldn't tell their customers where their parcels were for like months. And they have big name clients. Mm. I'm talking Officeworks yep, and Telstra. This was all resolved in mid-March. And then last week, Toll got hacked again. And the crazy thing is, this hack was totally unrelated to the previous ransomware attack. New hackers, mm. new style of hack. Now, Toll hasn't said who the attackers were or the amount that has been demanded in ransom. So what's the key learning here? This disruption to business as usual is definitely not what Toll wants right now. And why is that? Its owners, Japan Post, have yep. allegedly been looking to sell the company. Oh, for a discount on the $8 billion it purchased Toll for less than five years ago. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like selling your house with a rat infestation <laughs> and collapsing walls. Yep, it's definitely not the ideal time to sell. So the two hacks and the pandemic mm. could mean the company ends up selling for a bargain basement price. Some reckon it could be worth less than $3 billion bucks. Wow. Fox fam, if you're loving the pod, mm-hmm, follow, subscribe, rate, review. All the good stuff. It helps us grow. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.